0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmeid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins – Do you believe on this week's episode, Anton Blee resigns and a look at some free agents that are coming up in a couple of weeks. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary and TuneIn. and you can find us at believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, the Boston Bruins have uh, re-signed a a player, not the player that we expected that they would re- that they would re-sign, but Anton Blee has re-signed a one-year, two-way contract with the Bees. Now, Blee has played in 270, 278 games with the Providence Bruins in his pro career. Now, Anton Blee is a gritty winger who plays with a lot of energy. He can kill penalties. He's a good shot blocker. He has some good offensive instincts, and he, he goes hard for the net. And he's willing to agitate uh, the, the opponents. You know, so you could probably say maybe he's a little bit like, I don't know, maybe a little bit like Mar- Martian or, or even a Trent Frederick. But, you know, the guy's guys a career minor leaguer. I mean, why are they wasting a roster spot on a career minor leaguer? He's done nothing for since he's been with the B, when he's up with the big club. He hasn't really done anything. I mean, I understand that he's an insurance policy for the team. You know, in case of any injuries, there's a roster spot that needs to be filled. But why are you wasting it on a sixth round pick? And he's played 38 games in Boston and only has two goals and one assist and he's a minus eight. I know he had a really good game against the Washington Capitals in the final game of the year, but still. You know, that's one of those things where I would have to wonder what the Bruins are thinking. You know, you you really have to wonder what, what Cam Neely's thinking. I mean, here you have, you know, you have three players that you really have to sign, all right? Sign the important ones first and then worry about... You know, the career minor leaguers, you know, unless unless it's somebody like a John Beecher, which I believe he was already he's already been um, signed to a contract. But still, go out and try to negotiate with the with the important ones first, you know, like David Krejci. And I'm thinking giving Krejci maybe a one or two year deal at two million. You know, you know, it's it's basically don't give him a long term contract. At least give him you know, a one or two year deal for at least two or three million. Hall, on the other hand, I would go for I would go for four years because the guy is still, the guy is still in the prime of his career. And, you know, he's been on, you know, nothing teams. You know, he's been on Edmonton. He's been on New Jersey. He's been in Arizona, but he hasn't been on a team like the Boston Bruins. All right. A core group like this You know, especially for an original six team, that would be amazing to have Hall here for four, for at least four years. And the thing is, the guy really wants to play here. He wanted to play here all along. He wanted to be drafted by the Boston Bruins, but instead he got drafted by the Edmonton Oilers, but he really wanted to come here and he's here. So give him what he wants. Give him a four year deal for about four or five million. And then you have Tuka Rask. I would say two years. Two years, that's it. Two years. Nothing more, nothing less. Okay? Give him maybe two to three mil. And of course, you're probably gonna miss him for you know a better part of next season. You know, and you know, you're gonna probably have Swayman and Vladar as your goaltenders. And to be honest, I don't see a bad thing about that. It's gonna let those young Gonna let those young goaltenders grow a set of balls. You know, so Rask is sitting out the first the first half of a two-year deal. So what? But still, sign him for two years and about two or three million, you know, get the deal done and see what happens. I mean, can the Bruins wait until like after his cert to see like maybe closer to the season to re-sign him? Who knows what Tuka Rask is deciding right now? Because who knows, maybe maybe down the line, you know, in about a couple of months when he's ready to go. Maybe he doesn't come back at 100%. You know, so who knows? You know, he's the big question mark with this with this whole resigning. Do you resign, you know, do you give him two years? Do you give him three because he's going to miss half of the half of the season next year? But my my guess is that, you know, resign him for two years and let him or at least a year and a half or a year and a half or whatever. But still, he's he's the insurance right now. He's an insurance policy for this team because he's going to be able to be here in the beginning of the season. No, even even if he's on the sidelines, you know, even if he can't play, he can still be an asset to this team for the first half of the year because he can be a mentor to those two kids. Perfect. That would be a perfect scenario right now. Is just go with the two kids and let them be tested. Let them battle it out to see who's going to be the the backup goaltender once Tuka Rask comes back. Now we all know that Swayman has already won that, you know that position right now. But who knows? But like I said, you know Hall wanted to, you know, going back to Hall, he wants to be here. You know, sign, go after, you know, sign him. I say sign him. All right, just sign him for four years, four or five mil, and you know, because he wants to be here. David Krejci doesn't know what he wants, but maybe they can get him for a one year at two mil, you know. But like I said, go out and sign the, sign the important players first. And those three players should be your number one pr- priority. Not Anton Blee, who's, you know, basically has, has had a pretty good career in Providence, but still. You know, you don't waste something on a, you know, waste a contract on a six-round pick. But then again, he is on a two um, a two year deal or a two way contract for a, a one year deal. So we'll just have to see what happens after you know see what happens after next season. But the other thing is you got to go after some free agents. All right, that's the big thing for the bees this year is dump some dump some guys off the roster. Dump guys like Sean Corrali. You know I don't want to see I don't wanna, I I hope LaZan goes in in the expansion draft. You know, you dump Jake DeBrusque, you know, and start bringing in some actual players because I'll tell you right now, I feel like guys like Krejci and Rask, Marshawn, you know, Bergeron, those guys need to win a cup, need another shot, and the only way you're going to get another shot is if you surround these other, these surround these veteran core players with some veteran core players. I mean, do the bra do the Bray, do the, do the bees bring back Dougie Hamilton? I mean, they do need the experience, you know, they do need an experienced defenseman. He'll bring in a cap hit about five or six mil, you know, but do you go out, you know, bring him back in? I mean, I could, I, there's nothing wrong with bringing Dougie, there would be nothing wrong with bringing Dougie Hamilton back in. He's a veteran defenseman. He's not the young kid they used to have. So. You know, he would probably be a perfect fit. You know, you have defenseman Tyson Barry out there who would have a cap hit of three or four million. You know, could the Bees also make a push for Adam Larson, David Savard, Alec Martinez? I mean, I think adding one of these guys would be better than having an experienced decor like they did this past season. Cause that's what you know. I know that the injuries hurt the team in the playoffs. Guys were playing injured. Tuca was was wasn't really at a hundred percent, and they should have gone with Swayman in that final game. But still, you know they need they need some they need some core core you know defensemen, veteran defensemen back there, not a young defenseman. Because I still keep saying to myself, you know maybe they should have signed Tori Krug. Maybe they should have signed you know, signed Zidane Chara instead of going with this little experiment of a, of a young defensive core because it didn't work, okay? And the other thing that didn't work was there was no offense. I mean, for the first half of the season, it was the top line. Then, you know, in comes Hall and you got that second line going, but they still need the third and fourth lines going. So they do need some defensive or some offensive help. And there have been trade rumors involving Jake DeBrusque. I mean, DeBrusque has had a had a horrible year, and even he admitted it. But still, maybe maybe it's time for that experiment to go. I mean, even even the front office has said that the 2015 draft was the was a horrible draft when you had DeBrusque, Zaboro, and Senishin in there. I mean, those three guys should be out on their butts, you know. For, shouldn't even be here next season they should all be traded or let go but there have been rumors involving Jake DeBrusque and the Edmonton Oilers and I think you know if Ted if uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a free agent why not make a deal you know trade DeBrusque for Nugent Hopkins and then maybe the Bruins you know sign him to a, to a deal you know, put him on a line with you know. I know that the first and second lines are are pretty much set. Once you once if if you can sign Krejci and Hall, then where do you put Nugent Hopkins? Well, I say put him on with Charlie Coyle and see what happens. You know, at least you know at least now you would have almost you would have three scoring lines instead of just two. I mean, another guy who's out there is Kyle Palmieri. And he'll, he'll be coming off a playoff run with the New York Islanders. So there's a, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of good free agents out there that the Bruins could possibly get. You know, they do have, they will have the cap space. Maybe if they decide, you know, to let some guys go like Seneshin and Zaboral, you know, maybe even a Sean Corrali, then maybe they might open up more cap space. I mean Nick Felino is also out there too. I think he'd be a good fit on the third line with Coyle. I mean, can you imagine a, a line with Charlie Coyle, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and possibly Nick Felino? that would be awesome. You would have three potential scoring lines I mean yeah I mean look at what I mean you could probably dump you know a bunch of other one, a bunch of other guys too like Chris Wagner you know really they really have to like sit down this summer and take a look at. What they have in front of them and say, okay, these guys go, these guys stay, you know, we'll, 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 we'll bring these guys in, you know, but for these guys, for this team, you know, coming off a, I mean, yeah, I know, you know, you could probably say that they had a successful year because they made the playoffs, but no, they didn't, to me, it was like, basically, I would have rather have not made the playoffs because they weren't going to win the Cup. I mean, not with not with Tampa Bay and the Islanders out there, all right? And to be honest, that series has turned into a, a pretty decent series. The same goes for the Montreal Vegas series. You know, both of these two, you know, you don't know who's going to come out of, you don't know who's going to come out of, you know, out of the, these finals, these conference or whatever finals, you know, who's going to be in the Stanley Cup? You know, it could be Tampa Bay and Vegas. It could be Tampa Bay, Montreal. It could be the Islanders and Vegas or the Islanders and Montreal. Personally, I know a lot of Bruins I know a lot of Bruins fans are probably gonna hate me for this, but I would love to see a New York Islanders and a Montreal Canadiens final. I would, because you have the New York Islanders who haven't won a Stanley Cup in thirty-five, thirty-six years. Plus, they're playing, they're in their last season at the Nassau Coliseum. How cool would that be? Montreal, on the other, Montreal? Montreal hasn't won the Cup since 93. And that's the last time, you know, a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup. So it'd be nice to see a team north of the border winning the Stanley Cup or a team that hasn't won the Cup in 35 plus years. Or whatever. And in their last season, in their home, in their last, in their in their arena. So I think that would be awesome, too. I mean, Tampa Bay, yeah. Tampa Bay's been there. They've been one of the top teams in the league for a bunch of years. Okay, yeah. And then you have Vegas, the new team. They came into the league. They made it to the finals, you know, and they've played pretty well. But I think an Islanders-Canadians-Stanley Cup final would be awesome for the league. Let alone it would probably, and if the Islanders went on to win the whole thing, it would probably piss off a lot of Ranger fans. Believe me, it would. You know, and you know, going back to you know some some of the free agents there, you know, like I said, Paul Mary coming off a playoff run with the Islanders would be would be a good fit. You know, for this team. I mean, anybody, anybody but the core guys for this team because it was it was kind of it was kind of sad if you think about it you know the way the way this team played throughout the first half of the year and then all of a sudden they get a little bit of a spark from three players who come in at the trade deadline and yet they they get to the you know they get to the final or they get to play the islanders and the islanders just like beat the crap out of them they played them physically and one of the things that really ticked me off was that that the coaching staff Cassidy couldn't put didn't want to put in, you know, a physical player like Trent Frederick. Trent Frederick sat on the sidelines for a while, you know, what you know, what were they thinking with that one? But You know, guys were playing. I know guys were playing injured. I know Rask was playing injured. There was an injury with Charlie Coyle. I mean, who knows what's going to happen with this team? You know, but I'd like to see, like, sort of like a, a, almost like a little bit of a rebuild here. Okay? A little bit of a rebuild to, you know, just to get, take another, at least one last run at a cup with Marshawn Bergeron, Craechi if he can sign him, Rask if he can sign him. You know, those core guys. Because I don't see this team going anywhere with a young inexperienced D. Miller is basically a piece of glass, all right? Cuz you know, he gets hit, he'll he'll he he cracks. You know, he's broken. You know, so You know, bring in some quality defensemen here. You know, I was all for getting rid of Krug and and Chara for some young defensemen. Well, apparently that didn't work. So, you know, the defense, you know, the defense is questionable. I don't know, you know, also part of the offense is, you know, I really think that these guys really, really need to find a way to get a third and fourth and fourth line scoring. All right? Cuz the top two teams isn't going to do it. You really need to put together a, a a team of at least three scoring lines. Not two, at least three and have your fourth line be be a throwaway thing. I mean, I could see, I could possibly see, I mean, I would love to, I mean, my dream my dream third line would be possibly Coil with Nugent Hopkins and either Palmieri with Palmieri or Felino. okay? And then the fourth line could be, you know, Chris Wagner and Trent Frederick and whoever else you want to throw in there. I mean, Sean Corrali, I don't know. I would have to, I would actually have to have second thoughts over, over, um, you know, Sean Corrale. He's He's still up in the air with me. But, you know, I'd like to see this, you know, I'd like to see some kind of some type of movement like they're serious, you know, you know, not just sit on their ass and say, oh, yeah, we're going to sign this guy. We're not going to sign that guy. We're going to bring this guy in, you know, enough enough of the BS with bringing guys, you know, bringing like garbage guy garbage men in like like that because that's all that they are. You know, stop bringing in, you know, throwaway guys from, you know, who were playing in Rochet you know, who were playing in the minor leagues. I want to see guys who have actually been on rosters and actually, you know, somebody like a Nugent Hopkins. I think it would be awesome to see somebody like a Nugent Hopkins come in. Or, you know, even even a Paul Palmieri, you know, bring in Dougie Hamilton, you know, start bringing in some some big name players. You know, you might, you know, you might have to, you know, play around with your roster a little bit to free up some free agency, but still, that's the one thing that ticks me off about the Boston Bruins is they don't go after big name free agents. I mean, the I mean, even even pulling off trades, you know, you know, they can't even do that. I mean, Don Sweeney nailed it, hit a home run with with this past trade deadline. He did a great job. You know, but, you know, he, he, you know, why can't he deliver, you know, other times? So that's why this, you know, you have to question it. And being a Bruins fan, you know, you are getting tired of it. Because what's going to happen in two or three years when, you know, when the team, when teams like the Islanders, the Rangers, maybe the Devils, you know, and a lot of other, those the other young, young teams start to play, you know, start to come into their own. And what do the Bruins have? They have absolutely nothing because they don't know how to, because the, the team doesn't know how to draft well. I mean, Seneshin, Zaboral, and DeBrusk. I don't want to see them in a Bruins jersey next year. I'm hoping that maybe one of them, you know, maybe. Two of them will get traded. One of them will get picked up in the expansion draft. Who knows? But, you know, when you're thinking about the Boston Bruins, you got to go after people. You got to go and say, hey, you know what? It's free agency. Let's see what the cap space is. Let's go sign this guy and not be like some type of piece of trash from another team. Go out and sign, you know, actual players like a Nugent Hopkins like a Dougie Hamilton, you know? I mean, I know, you know, there are going to be other teams. I mean, I wouldn't be too surprised if, like, the Bruins don't do anything and guys like Nugent Hopkins or Paul Mary or whoever go, you know, either end up resigning with their old teams or going someplace else. The Bruins have to step up in this. I mean, even like last year and the year before that. You know, they have to step up and be real players in the free agent game over the summer. I mean, I think it would be awesome if they did that. But they're not going to do it. Why? Because they're the Boston Bruins. Because they sit back with their hands in their pockets. And what they really need to do is sign. Go out and sign players. Don't be chicken. All right? If you can't afford them. You make room. It's that simple. You say to yourself, listen, we can't afford this player. We'd like to sign this player, but we can't afford him. Let me get on the phone and see if I can't trade this other player to free up a little bit more cap space. It's that simple. It's simple math. But who knows? All I know is that the Bruins got to go out, and they got to re-sign Krejci. They got to re-sign Hall, and they got to re-sign Rask and then go after some big name free agents. Especially defensemen because this defense isn't doing it. I mean, maybe there's a good chance you know, somebody's going to want to come here. But who knows? I mean, it's a little it's a little bit depressing. And in about 2 or 3 years from now when I'm you know, when we're all sitting there at the TD Garden wondering, you know, what we what the Bruins could have done to make this to make it better. I don't know. I'm just until until this until the puck drops again next for next season, whether it's October or November, there's still going to be questions around this team as to why they don't go after big name free agents. They need to do that. Or else they're not going to be successful. They need to draft well, too. But this team, I don't know. There there's going to be a couple couple next couple of weeks. It's going to be a little bit, you're going to wonder what the hell's going on with this team. And then who knows? I'm just, I I don't know. I'm just, you know, my head, my head at certain times, my head's going to explode wondering what the front office does with this team. Really? You know, what are they thinking? What are they drinking? What are they smoking up there? You know, you see something, you know, you make room. It's 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 easy. It's easy. I mean, let alone, you know, I know I'm not. I'm not a general manager genius here, but still, you know, I want to see them make some moves and not for, you know, Craig McKeg or whatever, whoever the hell it is, you know, in some other minor league or, you know, signing these guys that I've never even heard of. You know. I want to see them bring guys in here that are going to be successful, like a Nugent Hopkins or a Foligno or, you know, you know, somebody up there, you know. And here's the thing. If they go out and say, say to themselves, geez, um, you know, Tuka's going to be out. Why don't we sign – why don't we go and re-sign Halak for, for season two? No, don't do that. Don't waste your money on Yaroslav Halak. Don't waste your money – on a on a on a goaltender, signing a veteran goaltender, because you're not gonna need it. Go with the two kids and see what happens. Maybe will maybe they'll we'll find some success. Maybe they won't. Who knows? This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can also find us at believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. And are you interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.